0: Hello, pulp readers. Thank you for subscribing. Boy, do I have a treat for you. My friend Paloma slash Lady Pinup and I had a little fun. We both wrote a pulpy little tale about men and martinis. All we shared was the title and tried to keep it to 1,000 words. I absolutely loved hers, so pulpy, so delicious, so fun to read. Written originally in Spanish, then translated into English. Paloma is an amazing woman, a French teacher living in Spain. She is multilingual and multifaceted. She is absolutely as divine as they come. So allow me to share with you both of our little pulp tales wrapped around men and martinis. Oh, and for a special treat, she included the original Spanish version she wrote and also translated mine. Happy tales, pulp page, a little and spicy pulp by Lady Pinup and a beautiful challenge with a marvelous demoiselle page Turner. Knights of men and dry martinis when she woke up. The flavors of tobacco and dry martini blended softly in her mouth with the passionate kisses and warm, perfumed saliva of that special man with whom she had spent the night. She opened her eyes slowly, very slowly, as if she were afraid to see or know what or who was next to her, around her, as if by pulling her eyelids apart and gently peering into her emerald green gaze, something important could disappear or vanish suddenly, and, forever. Some rays of light, sweet and lazy, slipped through the slits of the wisely lowered blinds. She turned her head to the left, gently, very gently, and there he was. His naked, athletic and soft body offered itself in front of her eyes without any resistance, while his brain and everything in it were trapped by sleep, an intense, sweet and restful dream that only happens after a night of complicity, talks, laughter, passion and icy gin until the early hours of the morning. She passed her hand shyly over his face, And over his lips. And then, she caressed his hair slowly, very slowly, so as not to wake him up or shake his sleep. As she caressed him, her lips outlined a pleasant and generous smile for all that that man had made her feel, had given and offered her, in that endless night. She stood up like a cat, barely touching the sheets or making the slightest noise, and she wrapped her black silk dress that left one of her shoulders uncovered. She put on her jewelry with parsimony in front of the hotel room mirror, earrings, brooch and ring of white gold and diamonds. The ring was on the bottom of one of the dry martini glasses. Like an olive. He liked to play with her the policeman and the thief, the cat and the mouse. And hide some of their precious jewels while they drank and kissed. It was a wonderful ritual that they enjoyed in absolute complicity. Like little children. After recovering the ring with a mischievous smile and placing it, still wet and damp from the gin, on her ring finger, she looked at herself in the mirror and placed her long black hair with her hands, while she put red lipstick on her half-open mouth. Whose smile could not disappear and whose taste of tobacco and gin danced to the sound of her tongue in an intoxicating dance. For a moment she thought of those verses of Baudelaire's poem that she liked so much. Ennevres vous vu? Il faut être toujours ivre, tat est la, c'est l'unique question. Pour ne pas sentir horrible fardeau du temps qui brise appels et vous penche vers la terre, il faut vous envers sans trev. Mais de quoi? De van, de poésie, ou de vertu à votre guise, mais, envers underscore vous. 1. Getting drunk? On gin, on poetry, or on love? That's all that matters. To escape from reality, from time, from death. She whispered with her soft velvet voice perfumed with a night of passion. On the chair, his clothes, an impeccable white shirt, his black suit carefully placed, and on the back of the chair his colt, sheathed in a black leather shoulder bag made especially for him. She loved to take her gun in her hands, gently caress it, and play with it, blending it between her long, elegant fingers with their bright red nails, the contrast of the cold metal of the gun and its jet-black color, with her warm porcelain-colored hands, gave her great sensory pleasure, that mixture of male power and strength and a female softness and silk, filled her with satisfaction. In fact, more than once she had detonated it, fired it, in some deserted field where they had come in their Chevrolet Impala to give themselves over to love, between their windows moistened by the body heat generated by their incandescent bodies inside the car. Suddenly, she had a strange feeling. A blurry memory like a small mist came close to her mind, to her head, the memory of a detonation of that gun, exactly that gun in the darkness of that hotel room, between drinks and kisses. I think I heard the roar of that gun tonight. I could swear it was like that. But it's impossible. Absolutely impossible. What nonsense. She thought, and rushed to pick up the few things left on the dresser in that hotel room full of martini glasses and gin bottles. She picked up her keys her golden cigarette case, her compact powder, and her meerschaum-line-shaped pipe. He liked her smoking a pipe. That special pipe with open jaws. He loved smoking with her. And seeing the smoke come out with great elegance from her red lips as he caught it with a long, warm kiss. It was essentially pleasurable experience for he who had never been able to imagine. But she had so many things that he could not even imagine in the same woman. She was like one in a thousand women in the same. He could not even conceive the idea of one day being able to get tired of her. It was inconceivable with a woman like that. He liked to laugh and make jokes about her pipe, about that unheard of lion shape, and about how his colt roared. We are two caged lions, hungry and angry. I love that. He repeated with his lips wet in martini and tobacco running through the skin of her neck while they smoked together. She took one of the sheets from the hotel notebook on the dresser and wrote very carefully, at night at the Black Pearl, at 10 p.m., don't be late, my love. And she left the room, her wonderful heels echoing through the cold, red marble of the hotel's deserted corridor. Oh! She only forgot three things in the room. Two golden 45 caliber shells on the left side of the bed, a row of blood, red, thin and shiny, coming out of the back of his neck and starting to drip on the floor, like gin dripping from a bottle that fell and was offered to love, at night, and— Her doctor's prescription for those little pills that she didn't have time to buy or ingest, haloperidol. 1. Translation of the Charles Baudelaire poem. Get drunk. You have to be drunk all the time, that's the only question. In order not to feel the horrible burden of time breaking your shoulders and bending you towards the earth, you have to get drunk all the time. But drunk with what? With wine, or poetry, or virtue as you please, but. Get drunk. Written by Paloma Prieto Villanueva, Copyright 2020 Men and Martinis I sat there, tapping my lacquered nails on the polished bar, stirring my martini with the last olive on the toothpick. I wondered if he would show. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, sometimes I sneak out the back. It's not that I'm shy. I'm picky, just being honest. With my career, I don't have the time to date and at my age, I'm not going to play games. I figure a no-show is better than a wasted night. I'm just looking for a like-minded, able-bodied man to ravish my body and my mind. Is that too much to ask? Not at all. Finished off my drink, ate the last olive, Sam was at my side promptly. Care for another? I nodded a yes. Three olives, please. I smiled. From behind he cleared his voice. Excuse me, I'm looking for Nikki? I turned around to find a handsome man I'd met online. Alex? Extended my hand, had a good handshake. So far, so good. Yes, nice to meet you. Finding the seat beside me. Sam at the ready, what can I get you, sir? Bourbon and Coke. Well, they all can't be perfect. Sam tapped on the bar and reappeared with our drinks. At least his picture was legit, his banter well, let's just say he's better on paper but he was cute and sometimes that's all you need. I was conceding, cheers to the small victories. Chit-chat chit-chat, this one-sided conversation was making me sad. Kept my hands busy. That is until he walked in. Long, tall stature, dishwater blonde hair swept back. Swagger. I wanted to climb him like a tree. My eyes fell back on Alex. He was nervous, not the cocky fellow between the texts. I scrunched my lip. Sam ran over, I ordered a club soda, this party was over. Yet Alex kept talking while I tried to listen attentively, though the fella at the end of the bar kept stealing my intention. Pulling off his sport coat, black shirt, black slacks, bet he had a black Cadillac. His five o'clock shadow was steaming up my clear thinking. Eyes on my date, Alex hardly noticed my focus had shifted, I returned to his conversation and laughed at his joke. I don't remember it now, but it was funny at the time. It was a real laugh, though, a loud one, got his attention. Don't know how long he was watching, but the next time I looked over Alex's shoulder, I saw his piercing blue eyes. Intoxicating. Sparkled in the dim light. Magic. My elbow missed the table and I was rousted from my dream. Alex didn't seem to notice, but old blue eyes did. Laughing under his breath at my mishap, I grinned like a silly fool. Enchanted. Sam came to check on me good ol' Sam. With a wide grin I batted my lashes, biting my tongue. I'm fine, everything's fine. I batted two more times, my signal for distress. Alex took the interruption as an opportunity and excused himself, so did Sam as he handed me a matchbook. Finger to his lips, now motioning down the bar. I opened up to find his handwriting was legible, is he as boring as he seems? Not once for yes. Nod twice to bust you out of here. My jaw dropped, I couldn't believe it. I looked up to catch him staring. Well? Gestured his hands. I nodded twice. He too placed one finger over his lips, then suddenly Alex reappeared. His mouth running before his ass hit the seat. I smiled, over his shoulder I watched my blue eyed savior polish off his drink and rise, all while putting on his coat. Popped a mint, ran his fingers through his hair and turned towards the lobby. I was at a loss sitting there watching Alex talk. My eyes shifted to Sam, one finger over his lip. Oh these two, thick as thieves. I jumped at the sound of his voice. Excuse me. Melted me on the spot. Even more impressive than his eyes. Turning to me, we've been trying to get a hold of you. Turning to Alex? I'm so terribly sorry to interrupt, I'm from her office. We've been calling but it goes straight to voicemail. Back to me. Oh, yes. Well. I started to grab my things. Alex, I'm so terribly sorry. Before I could say another word, blue eyes left a hundred dollar bill on the table. This should cover it. My apologies for disrupting your night. Good evening. He smirked while escorting me out the back. The cool San Francisco breeze greeted us as he opened the door and I stepped outside suppressing my laughter. Hanging off the bricks, under the solitary light two strangers spoke. Thank you. I grinned, while fidgeting in my heels. Was it so obvious I was miserable? He wiped his lip and looked at me, hard, not at all, you were the perfect guest. I just heard his insistent voice and it was driving me mad. Thank you. I repeated. Goon. Ever grinning, he ran his fingers through his hair. Name's Harry and I know a great place around the block. Offered me his arm, I willingly latched on. The night was blur of laughter and joy, no pretenses, no expectations. Just two strangers getting to know each other. It was getting late, he asked to walk me home. Hand in hand we did. On the porch he asked to kiss me. I nodded twice. With his wicked grin he slid one hand around my waist and drew me in, one hand under my neck. When our lips touched, they singed with the chemistry between us. I melted in his arms and when we came up for air I was at a loss for words he softly let go. I'll see you around Nikki. Kiss kiss. Before I could say a word, into the night those blue eyes sparkled. Written by Paige Turner, copyright 2020. Nights of Men and Dry Martinis. Spanish version. Written by Paloma Prieto Villanueva, copyright 2020. Noches de hombres y dry martinis. Un pequeño y especial relato pulp escrito por lady pinup en un hermoso desafío literario con la maravillosa demoiselle page Turner. Al despertar, los sabores de tabaco y de dry martini se mezclaban en su boca junto a los besos apasionados, y a la saliva, tibia y perfumada, de aquel hombre especial con el que había pasado la noche. Abrío los ojos despacio, muy despacio. Como si la guisa miedo ver o saber que o okay quien había a su lado a azul como si el separar los párpados y mar suavemente su mirada verde esmeralda, algo importante pudiera disaparecer o desvenescer, de pronto, y para siempre. Algunos reos de luz, dulces y perezosos, se calaban por las rendijas de las persianas sabiamente biadas a conciencia. Giro su cabeza a la izquierda, suave, muy suavemente, y, y estaba el. Su cuerpo desnudo, atlético, y suave se ofrecía ante sus ojos sin resistencia alguna, mientras su cerebro y todo lo que es contenia estaban atrapados por el sueño, un sueño intenso, dulce, y reparador que solo a tras una noche de complicidad, charlas, risas, pasión y Ginebra Hélida hasta altas horas de la madrugada. Pasó su mano timidamente sobre su rostro, y sobre sus labios, y después, la acarició el pelo despacio, y despacio para no despertar ni agitar su sueño. El tiempo que la acarició, sus labios esposaban una sonrisa grata, y generosa por todo lo que aquel hombre la había hecho sentir, la había regalado y ofrecido. En aquella noche interminable. Se levantó como unigata sin apenas rosa las sábanas ni a ser el mínimo ruido. y se enfundó su vestido negro de seda de que dejaba uno de sus hombros al descubierta. Se puso sus hoyes con parsimonia delante del espejo de la habitación de hotel, pendientes, broche, y anillo de oro blanco y diamantes. El anillo estaba en el fondo de una de las copas de dry martini, a modo de aceituna. A él la gustaba jugar con él al policía y al ladrón, al gato y al ratón, y esconder alguna de sus Preciatas hoyas mantras bibián y se besaban, era un ritual maravilloso que disfrutaban en absoluta complicidad, como niños pequeños. Tras recuperar el neo con una sonrisa pícara y situarlo, a un humido y mojado por la ginebra, en su dedo annular, se miro en el espejo y se acamodo el largo cabello negro con las manos, mientras ponia rojo de la bio sobre su boca entreabierta, abierta, cuya sonrisa no la de sapereca, y cuyo gusto a tabaco y ginebra bailaba al son de su lengua en una danza embriagadora. Por un momento penso en aquellos versos del poema de Baudelaire que tanto la gustava. Enevres vu. Il faut être toujours ivre, tat est la, c'est l'unique question. Pour ni pas sentir horrible fardo du temps qui brise appels et vous punche vers la terre, il faut vous Enevres sans trev. Mais de quoi? De van, de poésie, ou de vertu à votre guise, mais, underscore vu. 1. Embriagres de Ginebra, de poésie ou de amour, esos lo único que importa, para escapar de la realidad, del tiempo, de la muerte. Se con su suave voz de tercio pelo perfumada de noche de pasión. Sobre la chila, la ropa de él, una camisa blanca impecable, su traje negro colocado con sumo cuidado, y en el respaldo de la chila su colt, infundada en una funda de hombro de cuero negro hecha especialmente para él. A ella le encantaba coger su arma entre las manos, acaricula suavemente, y jugar con ella despuntando entre sus dedos largos y elegantes de unis rojas y brillantes, el contraste del frío metal del arma, y de su color negro Asabache, con sus manos calidas de color porcelana, la producia un gran placer sensorial, esa mezcla de poder y fuerza masculina, y de suavidad y seda femenina la llena de satisfacción. De hecho, más de una vez la había hecho detonar, la abia disparado. En algún campo desierto al que habian acudido en su Chevrolet Impala para entregarse al amor, entre sus vidrios humedecidos por el calor corporal que generban sus cuerpos incandescentes dentro del coche. De pronto, él tuvo una sensación extraña. Un recuerdo burroso como una pequeña se acerco a su mente, a su cabeza, El de una detonación de esa arma, exactamente de esa arma en la oscuridad de esa habitación de hotel, entre bebidas y besos. Creo haber escuchado el ruido de esa pistola esta noche, juraría que fue así, pero es imposible, absolutamente imposible. ¿Qué tontería? Penso. ¿Y se apresero en recoger las pocas cosas que quedaban sobre la comodidad de esa habitación de hotel llena de copas de martini y de botellas de Ginebra? Ricagio sus llaves, su dorada, su polvora, y su pipa de espuma de mar en forma de león? ¿A él la gustaba que ella fumés en pipa, en esa pipa especial con fases abiertas, la encantaba fumar con ella? Y ver como el humo salia consuma elegancia de sus labios rojos al tiempo que él lo atrapaba con un beso largo y calido, era una experiencia sensualmente placentera para él que jamás había pedido ni imaginar, pero él tenía tantas cosas que él ni siquiera hubiera pedido imaginar en la misma mujer, era como una y mil mujeres en la misma ni siquiera concebía la idea de un día poder llegar a cansas de ella era inconspable con una mujer A él la gustaba reír y a hacer broma sobre la pipa de ella, sobre esa anotada forma de león, y sobre como rugía su colt. Somos dos leones angelatos, hambrientos, y furiosos, y eso me encanta. Repetía con sus labios mojados en martini y tabaco recorriendo con ellos la piel de su cuello mantras fumaban juntos. Él acogió una de las hojas del bloc del hotel que estaba sobre la comada, y escribió con sumo cuidado, a la noche en el Perla Negra, a las 2200 hours, no tardes, mi amor. Y soyo de la habitación. Haciendo risonar sus maravillosos tacones por el mármol frío y rojo del pasillo desierto del hotel. O, oh, solo olvido tres cosas en la habitación. Dos Casquios dorados de calibre 45 en la orilla izquierda de la cama, una high lira de sangre, roja, fina, y brillante, que salía de la nuca de el y empizaba your sobre el suelo. Como gode la ginebra de unibotea kaida y ofrecita al amor, en la noche y la recetas de su medicota esas que no la dio tiempo a comprar, ni a ingerer, 1. Traducción del poema de Charles Baudelaire. Embriagios. He que estar siempre ibrio, todo reside a he? es la única cuestión. Para no sentir el horrible peso del tiempo que rompe vuestros hombros y os dobliga hacia la tierra, es necesario embriagar sin tregua Pero. Con que? Con vino, con poesía, con virtud de vuestra guisa. pero embriagas. Written by Paloma Prieto Villanueva, copyright 2020. Mint and Cotton Candy, 25% Even Focus, Top to Bottom Gradient, Inked, Inked intensity. Enhanced. Hombres y Martinis. Spanish version by Paige Turner. Mi sente ahí, golpeando mis unas catas en la barra pulida, removiendo mi martini con la última aceituna en el polio de dientes. Mi preguntaba si a parasiria A visas lo hassan a no, a mi escápalo por la partida de atrás. No SKC es que si timido. Soy quisquilosa. Solo soy honesta. Con mi carrera, no tengo tiempo para tener citas y a mi edad, no voy a jugar. Mi imagino que en no show es mejor que una noche desperdiciada. Solo busco a un hombre con la misma mentalidad y el mismo cuerpo que vio mi cuerpo y mi mente. ¿Es eso también mucho pedir? No, en absoluto. Terminé mi bebida, me comí la última aceituna. Sam estuvo a mi lato rapidamente. ¿Quieres otra? A senicón la cabeza. Tres aceitunas por favor. Sunray. Desde atrás sino univos clara. ¿De school pay estoy buscando a Niki. ¿Midi la vuelta para encontrar al hombre guapo que haya conocido por internet. Alex. Extendi mi mano, recibi un buen preten Asa ahora, todo bien. Sí, encantado de conocerte. Dijo sentándose a mi lado. Sam, listo, barbalo, ¿qué te pongo? Bourbon y Coca-Cola. Bueno, no todos pueden ser perfectos. Sam, dio un golpecito en la bar y reparació con nuestras bebidas. Al menos su foto era legítima, sus promes estaban bien, pero digamos que era mejor en el papel. Pero era mano y avisas eso es todo lo que necesitas. Estaba sediendo, salud por las pequeñas victorias. Chit-chat chit-chat, esta conversación unilateral me estaba poniendo triste. Mantienen mis manos ocupadas. Y eso fue hasta que el entro. L'angelineo, alta estatura, pelo rubio apagado peinado hacia atrás. Fanfaron. Caria en Caramarma el como un Arbal Mis ojos se posaron en Alex. Estaba nervioso, y you no know era el ingrito, que se escondía entre los textos. Mi aprit el labio, se encorreo. Pedían refresco, esta fiesta, se acabó. Sin embargo, Alex Zagullo aplando mientras yo intentaba escuchar atentamente. Aunque el tipo al final de la veras manchuvó rebando mi atención. Quitando su chacueta deportiva, camisa negra, pantalones negros, apuesto a que tenía un Cadillac negro también. Su sombra de las 5 en punto me hizo pensar con claridad. Los ojos puestos en mi cita, Alex. Apenas no que me enfoque había cambiado, volvía su conversación y me de su chiste. No lo recuerdo ahora, pero fue divertido en su momento. Fue una verdadera risa, estalón muy fuerte, llamó su atención. No sé cuánto tiempo estuvo mirando, pero la siguiente vez que me miré por encima del hombro de Alex, by sus penetrantes ojos azules. Embriagador. Sus ojos brillaban con la luz tenue. Aran mágicos tanto que mi no taco la mesa y fui expulsada de mi sueño. Alex no pareció darse cuenta, pero esos viejas ojos azules sí. Si. Rendos en voz baja de mi percance, yo son rey como una tonta. Encantada. Sam vino a ver como estaba, el bueno de Sam. Con una amplia sonrisa, pestani suavemente, morgendom, la lengua. Estoy bien, todo está bien. Pestani das visas mas, mi señal de socorro. Alex tomo la interrupción como una oportunidad y se excuso, también lo iso sam mientras me entregaba una caja de fósforos. Dedo en los labios, ahora moviendos en la bara. Abrí para ver que su letra era legible, es tan abarido como parece? A.S.I.N. con la cabeza una vez para si. A.S.I.N. das visas para sacarte de aquí. Se mi la mandibula, no podia creerlo. Miracio si arriba, lo pie mirando fijamente. Why bien? Justiculo con sus manos. A e senicón la cabeza dos visas. El también puso un dedo sobre sus labios, why de repente Alex reparacio. Su boca empezo a correr antes de que su culo golpira el asanto. Sunray, sobre su ombro, why vi mis ojos azules. El Salvador se despacho de su bebida y se levantó, mientras se ponía el abrigo. Se tomó un caramelo de menta, se pasó las dedos a través de su pelo y se volvió hacia el vestibulo. Mi quedé perplea, sentada ahí viendo hablar a Alex. Mis ojos se dirigieron a Sam, un dedo sobre su labio. Oh, estos dos. Son como ladrones. Salte el sonido de su voz. Disculpame. Mi derriti en el octo. Su voz era aún más. Impresionante que sus ojos. Volviendo hacia mí, en hemos estado tratando de localizar. Volviendo a. Alex. Siento mucho interrumpir, soy de su oficina. Hemos estado llamando pero salta. Directamente al buzón de vos. ¡Vuelve a mí! ¡Oh, sí! ¡Bueno! ¡Emsa mis cosas! Alex, lo siento mucho. Antes de que pudiera decir otra palabra, los ojos azules dejaron un billete de cien dólares sobre la mesa. Esto debería cubrir los gastos, mis disculpas por interrumpir tu noche. ¡Buenas noches! Sin río me acompañaba por la partida atrás. La fresca brisa de San Francisco nos saludo cuando abrió la puerta y yo salí, suprimiendo mi risa. Colgando de los ladrillos, bajo la luz solitaria das extraños hablaron. Gracias. Sunray, mientras me agistaba mis tacones. Era tan obvio que me sentía miserable? Se limpio el labio y mi miro con fuerza, para nada, fuiste la invitada perfecta. Solo escuché su voz insistente y esta, ¿y me estaba volviendo loco? Gracias. Repetí. Goon. Siempre sonriendo, se paso los dedos por el pelo. Me llamo Harry y conozco un buen lugar. El de la manzana. Me ofrecio su brazo, ¿y me aferra él voluntariamente? La noche estaba borrosa de risas y alegria. Sin pretensions, sin expectativas. Solo dos extraños. Que van a cocasers Se estaba haciendo tarde, mi pio acompañar mi casa. Fuimos de la mano. En el porch mi pedio besarme. Ese ni con la cabeza dos visas. Con su malvada sonrisa, dislizo una mano, el de mi cintura y mi atrejo hacia su cuerpo, poniendo una mano bajo mi cuello. Cuando nuestros labios se toqueren, se incendiaron por la química que había entre nosotros. Me daré en sus brazos y cuando subimos a tomar eras tabas sin palabras. Suavemente se solto. Te de nuevo, Nicky. besos. Antes de que pudiera decir una palabra, esos ojos azules de saperecuren brillando en la noche. Written by Paige Turner Translated by Paloma Copyright 2020. My name is Paige Turner and I write Pulp. Link to all Pulp by Paige Turner. Enjoy previews teasers and my upcoming novels at Pulp by Paige Turner. To read behind the scenes visit between the pages where I share my experiences and inspiration behind my writing. Follow Paige Turner at Pulp by Paige Turner Ig, Pulp by Paige Ig, Tumblr, Facebook, Fan Page, Email. All material is written by Page Turner, pen name, and protected under copyright. Please do not repost slash recreate without expressed written consent of Page Turner Productions. You've been warned. All characters are fictional. Any resemblance to a real person is accidental. Copyright 2005, 2006, 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011.